Hello, this is Chief Butoh. This is Dr. Walter Aka. Dr. Kyle Dempert. And Dr. Gary Dennis. It is Friday. It is Friday. It is Friday. We're recording a little earlier this week uh, because we all have lives and uh, Dr. <laughs> Dumpert decided to go on vacation. So it's really his fault. <laughs> Passing the blame. Passing, exactly, right? <laughs> now, nah, but uh, what, what's what's going on this week, guys? Uh, it's been it's been an interesting week. Um, three three uh, well, one interesting thing happened to me, and then two other like self fulfilling prophecies occurred uh, during this week as well. Is this going back to COVID? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> all right. So today, guess what office I met? The Medicaid well, with office. Computer? Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm at the Medicaid office, right? So I walk in and well no, I um my assistant and I get there and no one's there to open the door. Right? Again. Again, right? So I text the office manager and she says she's out gonna not she's gonna be out of the office today. But she's gonna text whoever and, and then like five minutes later someone came and opened the door. So I guess they were already inside or whatever, right? So or they had the door locked. So we get in there, and um, so officers man, office manager's out. The lead uh, dental assistant is out. Another front office person is out, and <laughs> there uh, another assistant who's like their floor coordinator, or whatever, right? And I was like, hmm, what are they out for? COVID. <laughs> All of them. I was like, oh. Is that the same group that was sitting in the lunchroom during the super spreader event, eating their lunch? I told you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. It was destined to happen. I knew it. Oh, man. Y'all think I just say crazy stuff with no, with no, with no basis. Well, you do. Like, you do. I'm like, this is happening. This is happening, people. It is happening. You know, it's actually, you know, all of them are out for COVID. <laughs> you know, it's actually funny. I have, uh, um, I was uh, driving by and I saw um, in, in the neighborhood, I saw, uh, what's it called? Uh, one of the gardeners. There's a guy that goes around and just kind of like mows everybody's lawn and stuff. And I saw him and I'm in my car and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he was like, oh, you know, everything's good. You know, I just got back from Mexico and I was like, oh, shit. Uh... <laughs> Oh, buddy. The oh, funny okay. thing is, the funny thing is, because see, I'm usually not blatantly just racist like you are apparently, <laughs> and, but but I was like, oh oh, for real? All right, I'll talk to you later, and roll up my window so quickly, and like he was far away, right? But I still felt this. I felt like Gary, my back, my head, like roll that shit up, roll that shit up. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> So I rolled my walk window faster, up like real, right. I rolled my window up real quick, and I was like, "All right, I'll see you later." And I drove away, and I was like, "God damn it, God, Gary's gotten in my head." Well, speaking of Mexico, oh come on, this brings, this brings me to my second self-fulfilling prophecy. So uh, this is actually really sad, though. My uh, one of my assistants, her mother, her brother, her sister-in-law, and another family member. They all went to Mexico for Christmas. Okay. They're all still in Mexico, and all of them came down with COVID. Mm. And they Another. can't travel back until they are COVID-free. So they're pretty much stuck 
in Mexico with COVID for the next several weeks. Pay, paying for a hotel room that they can't leave. Well, actually, I, I don't think they're um, – they, I think they have family. I think they're oh, okay. family there. Um, okay. and so I think they were meant to see family. Well, uh, what so about I, their I, tickets to come back? I'm sure they had a certain time they were going to come back, uh, right? I, I mean, uh, yeah. Like, I don't know if – is there, like, a COVID clause on tickets now? Like, can you get it? I haven't, uh, traveled, I haven't traveled in a year, so I don't know. Airlines have been very good about you know, rescheduling and refunds and stuff because of COVID. So uh, they're – they got rid of all their cancellation fees and uh, rebooking fees and stuff. So they've been very good about it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I say again, Mexico. Okay. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> Gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, okay. Let's talk about this then. Speaking of COVID, who has gotten the sh- uh, the, the vaccine, and and what are you like? What did you have to go through to get this vaccine? Because I'm in, I'm I'm going through a lot. Like I had to go through a lot to get it, and I just want to know uh, from someone who's also in Texas and someone who's in Pennsylvania, like what's going on with that. And then I, after that, I want to talk about this electronic uh, prescription uh, form oh, yeah. or or, or yeah, yeah. email or or you know website that we have to now write all our prescriptions through. I absolutely hate it. Yeah. So anyway, let's talk about the COVID vaccine. Who's gotten it? Who's going to get it? And, and, and what's the process that you guys had to go through? I've been running my mouth for the last like couple of minutes. So I'm going to let Kyle go ahead and, and jump in there. I, I didn't get it yet. I, I've been trying to find it. Um, the two, the hospital and the federal health clinic in Pennsylvania that got the vaccine were basically saying we're just giving it to our own employees Pennsylvania came out with an order that said 10% of all vaccines that are going to hospitals and federal clinics have to be reserved for outside tier 1A workers. And just out of nowhere, the one pharmacy in town called up the office and said, hey, we got vaccine. Uh, how many do you want? And That's really cool. So, uh, Tuesday, um, about half, only half my office wants to get it. The other half doesn't, which I'm not enforcing anything. So... Yeah. Uh, sometime next week, they're going to give me a call, and it's, it's Moderna, so I'll go in for my first shot. Yeah. You know, actually, it's funny. My assistant doesn't want to get it, and she was telling me that um, she was told by Peridonis that uh, it's going to make – it's basically going to make uh, women sterile was the discussion. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? You know, I was, I was, I was you know, I love, the, I, I love conspiracy theories. I actually look, I look for them on like YouTube. I, I enjoy listening to conspiracy theories. Uh, but this one, this one was way too far for me. And then I was like, I'm sorry, what, what's going on? So then I actually went online and started looking. And on there, it actually tells you there's a chance, you know, within six months, if you try to uh, reproduce, we don't know if you're going to be successful. Like it basically gives you, you know, like if you listen to any like, uh, commercial for any drug go tell you you could have dry mouth you could die you could have internal bleeding like they cover every right. basis right, right. you see like I mean? if you take right. ibuprofen right <laughs> exactly <laughs> like they cover their bases so they don't, you don't they, go, they don't get sued you know because they even right. talked about how like for male you can have a uh, erectile erectile dysfunction and stuff like that so i'm like okay so is that what you meant and she's like no i'm telling you they're trying to make us all sterile and i said okay all right, I can't do this right now. I'm too tired. You know, what I mean, I, mean? I, I agree with her but about making you sterile. Happens in like the, the correctional facility, uh, you know, Department of Corrections. Put what, it that way. What about it? I said I agree with that statement about which part. But they usually have 
about they're trying to make us all sterile. Okay, go ahead. Please. <laughs> I said, but that usually happens in like <laughs> jail. Okay, hey, well, well tell Department me. Of no, 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 you brought it up. <laughs> Not now. I want you to go into the general public. I want you to go in depth with this this statement of yours <laughs> and this, this thought process because I'm very curious now, Gary. Oh man, I've seen a, I've seen a whole bunch of stuff on the news about how the news, they, um, the news, or YouTube. <clears throat> All right, Which well, how one? they were forcing uh, women inmates mm-hmm. to um, get like hysterectomies. Mm. Um, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. never seen this. I yeah. honestly have never seen this. But okay. When I I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna look for it, and I'm a, when I find it, I'll send it to you. Okay, send I it mean, to us. I mean, granted, I don't like. I'm not. I'm not a woman, and I've never <laughs> been to jail, so I can't really <laughs> speak from, you know, uh, as a good being a good source. <laughs> but would would you feel like if you were in jail, you would be someone's bitch, or no? <laughs> this is the discussion we gotta have. Here. How, did, how did this jump to that? No, I'm just saying the way you said it. Oh, you man. made you, you try to be. You were very assertive about it. Like I'm well, just no, asking you because I'm where would you lie? Okay, I'm not a. I don't. I don't have <laughs> the the anatomy for a hysterectomy. Got you. <laughs> so that's that's where I was going with that. Oh god. I, I I find it interesting that that's where you jump to. No, I'm just trying to figure out like what. what <laughs> no, your thought man, process. I'm fighting to the death. They <laughs> <laughs> don't have to kill me. They will have to kill me. Anyway, all right. So 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 you know, there's a lot of fear out there. Uh, I actually thought that you know us going through like three episodes, kind of you know back and forth to what we were gonna do, and I'm finally saying yes, we were gonna do it. And kind of putting the information out there, I would have thought that people would be like, "Okay, cool, you know what? This is legit, legitimate. Do the research before you make a decision." But when she said the whole um, making everybody sterile and Bill Gates and stuff, I just was like, <laughs> "All right, I, I have no, I have no words. I can't, you know what I mean? Like, I, there's sometimes where you just can't argue a point because <laughs> they've already made up their mind that there's they're they're gonna make us sterile." Yeah. Did you guys get it yet? Well, see, oh. Gary, you want to go ahead? Uh, okay. All right. So I I did. I got it on um on Which Wednesday. One? Wednesday. So like the last ten days was kind of stressful, man, because I was like really searching uh to try to get get this vaccine, calling up like ten thousand places, getting on this list, getting on that list, and then um I was at the office on Wednesday. I was about to walk into treatment. Uh, it was it was like right around noon. And um, my, I had my phone. I just happened to have my phone in my pocket, which I usually don't. I usually have it like off in a desk somewhere. And uh, I saw a number. And it was a Houston number, and it looked familiar. Normally, like if it's a number and their number is not already in my phone, I usually don't pick it up. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, yeah. 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 But um, but but it looked familiar, so I picked it up, and it was actually the pharmacy at Kroger, and which happened to be that one was like not more than five miles away from the office I was uh, currently uh, in. Mm-hmm. And they said, Dr. Dennis, we have the vaccine. And I'm like, great. And then you made it seem like, like you made it seem like you won the golden ticket or something. I felt like, that's how I felt. That's exactly how I felt. And they were like, do you want it today? And I was like, yes. And then they were like, can you come now? And I was like, uh, can I come later? And they were like, well, we're about to open up the vial. If you want it today, you need to come now because later we might not have any. And I was like, 
I'm on my way. So I went to the front desk, told him like, hey, I got to go get this vaccine. I'll be back in like 45 minutes. Just let the patients know if no one wants to wait. Um, you know, tell them we can reschedule them. If not, just tell them I'm very sorry for the inconvenience. Uh, if they're willing to wait, we will treat everyone that's already scheduled. So, wait, so, so you were about to go into into treatment. Yeah, I so, still had my surgeon cap on. I didn't even take my surgeon cap off. Oh, like, wow. I, I, I jumped into the car. What about the person broke. that was in that was in your operatory? What did you do with them? Oh, I let them deal with that. Oh, okay, good talk. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even like talk to the person. I, didn't, I never even went in. Like, <laughs> right? So I went, uh, and it turned out that the way they did it is they called. I don't know if it was like six or eight of us, however, however many things are in in the vial, or whatever, and um. I happened to be the first one that got there. Uh, the and I, the pharmacist, it was it was him and I one on one when I went to check in or whatever. And then he was like, he looked at me like I got two surgeon caps on, my scrubs, gloves, my N95 mask. Jesus. <laughs> he was like, can I help you? And I was like, I'm Dr. Gary Dennis. And he was like, Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> There was there was there was no need to check. He was like you're here for the vaccine. There was no need to check to see whether you're you're a healthcare provider. (laughs) Right, you you came dressed. My name's on my scrubs too to make it even worse. (laughs) So he was like he was like all right, well fill out these uh, like health history forms or whatever. And I was like, do you need my insurance card? And he was like, um, you can just write the bin number on the paper. And I was like, okay. So my mind, I'm like, you're not actually billing my insurance directly through my insurance. Uh, so that's free. And then I was like, do you need my license? And he looked at me and he was like, no. <laughs> we know you're Gary Dennis. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, I was like, okay. So I'm spilling my paperwork. And then all of a sudden, all the rest of the people come in who also were called. Right. Then and then that's when I, it clicked to me how this actually works. So like they have to wait for everybody to get there. Then they open the vial. Once everybody's there oh. and ready to go, then they open the vial. And then they like just... Get you in one one by one, one by one by one. That makes sense. Whatever. And this is the Moderna yeah. one, I'm guessing. This is the Moderna, yeah. And and that's how they did it at that location. Okay. Somewhere else, they might do it completely different. You well, know? yeah, they don't they have much really, time. You know, they don't have much time once they open it, right? Yeah, but I mean, they seem kind of like like Wild West with it too. It's Texas. Know, I, it's Texas, bro. Yeah, that like they were like, just come on in. And then I'm talking to the pharmacist, and I'm like, yeah, did you get it? And he's like, no, nah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it uh, tomorrow. And then he's like, just roll up your sleeve or whatever. And, Put it in there, and I was like, "Well, what do I do about the next one?" And he was like, "You can, you can go get it anywhere you want." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> like, you don't like reserve one?" And he was like, "No, nah, they just always just push it out." Just, just, wow! Just, just get it into some arms. And I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, "Okay." Wow! So you like, may just, he, you wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me that in 28 days you may not get another one. I, you know, I'm I'm trying not to be thinking of it that way. <laughs> So what I did was I left my myself on the wait list of everywhere else. So uh, hopefully by the time they call someone else calls me, it'll be twenty days later. And I'd be like, okay, it's coming in and get it. Jeez. Yeah, but it was it was kinda yeah. I was like, woo, this really unorganized. Yeah. Do you make your obligatory post to social media with your card that everybody's doing? No, I, I feel like that's just a kind of I mean, no offense to anyone that has, has done that. That's great. I'm proud of you. I'll say it is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's dumb. 
I mean, like, am I supposed to like? Yeah, it's like the I voted exactly. It's like the I voted sticker. No one cares. It's like the opposite of it. It's like, oh, here's my uh, my blood test results (laughs) to the world. (laughs) Well, really, it's more of like a I'm better than you sticker. You know what I mean? Look at look at how how important I am. My my A1C is okay. (laughs) Like, Like, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous, you know? Yeah. So. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I have no problem saying I got it, but at the same, like, uh, I, like you're not gonna. Put why am I show you my card? Like, yeah, yeah. It's, I think it's kind of outrageous. it's stupid, Gary. Just say it. Yeah. I mean, again, <laughs> no offense to anyone. That no, has no, done it's that. stupid. I'm proud of you. It's, it's stupid. stupid. I, I, Thank you, stupid. Kyle. <laughs> Just say <laughs> it. It's stupid. Okay. It's dumb. All right. Like it's almost yeah. like you have nothing better to do but just to put a picture of yourself with a stupid band aid on, saying I got a shot. Okay, congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Move yeah. on. You, you might be sterile now. Congratulations. <laughs> according now they're to tracking you. Right, according to my assistant, you're sterile now. Congratulations. You know. And I will say I have not turned into a, a zombie or an X Men. Oh, so see, far. that's the part that sucks. I, I I was hoping to be some kind of X Men by the time this is all said and done. <laughs> you, you are you are an X Men to us, Walter. I appreciate that. The lies continue, <laughs> uh, but just like Gary, I've actually had to call multiple locations, H E B's. I've called uh, Kroger's. Like these are all like grocery stores. I call. I, I went to a CVS and they're like, "Yeah, we're not even getting anything right now." So all right, good talk. You know, I thought wow. that like at least a CVS or a Walgreens would have it. But they're not even getting yeah. anything. But yet the the grocery pharmacies are getting it, yeah. which confused me completely, you know. And then and then it was weird. Uh, I um I got a text message slash a phone call from my uh, primary care physician who's connected to a hospital, and she was like, "Hey, we have the COVID, uh, um, so we have the COVID vaccine, the Moderna one." Uh, for healthcare workers, if you want to uh, sign up for it, fill this form out. So I filled it out, and then I they called me on like Tuesday or Wednesday, and they said, "Hey, can you come this Saturday?" So I'm actually going to get mine uh, this Saturday, coming up tomorrow. Uh, but the funny thing was, just like Gary, I put myself on multiple wait lists, right? And I got a phone call yesterday from um, Kroger, saying, "Hey, do you want a shot?" If so, come at like two o'clock or two forty-five or something like that. And I was like, um, I'm already on a, I'm already gonna get a shot on Saturday. But then I said, hey, my wife is a, a dentist as well. Can she take my shot? And it almost, I mean, to me, it sounds crazy. But I was like, why not try? And they were like, right. uh, yeah, sure, why not? Just, just have her come. And that's when I knew that there was no order to this whatsoever. It wasn't no, like no, I was, I wasn't. Like, I'm not special. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as they open that vial, like we need bodies. Somebody, yeah. somebody's getting a shot. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody. Do you guys see that uh, California and Oregon dentists can now administer the vaccine? I saw California. I, I saw, saw California. I, I I feel uncomfortable. What do you guys think about that? I feel uncomfortable about that. I'll be honest. With I feel you. like you man, feel uncomfortable. I, I do. You know why though? Because I just I don't understand why we need to be the ones giving shots to people. You know what I mean? Like, uh, do you, would you, would you want to, time out, time out, time out, time out, time out, No, no, please. Can you repeat that? Can we repeat okay, that? Please? Okay, okay, ready? Let me, that? I'm going to say this. I don't understand <laughs> no. why we are the ones giving shots to people. Okay, when, time, oh, stop. No, no, stop, no, Gary, stop. Gary, ready? Say one more time. When was say the last, time. no, when was the last time? time, when was the last time either one of you guys gave a flu shot to anybody? 
No, no, no. No, no, no. no, no seriously, no, no. when was the last time you guys gave a flu shot to anybody? <laughs> yeah, never, to. but Kyle, do you, do you see what I'm getting at? No, here? I get what yeah. you're saying, yeah. and yeah. I, I understand the irony, but I'm telling you, when was the last time you guys gave a flu shot to anybody? And then, do you think every dentist has the EpiPen if just in case someone goes through uh, uh, any kind it's of reaction? To? No, 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 but do you think every dentist has that? That's you're the question. You're supposed to. You're just because, okay, Gary, you're supposed to have a, 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 a fire escape you know, review, and you're supposed to have an emergency uh, bag that's not expired, but not every office has that. Yeah, there's be, a lot of offices yeah. that don't follow it. Thank you. I mean, Thank that's, you. That's what that's I'm saying. That's not a good thing. I know it's not a good thing. I know I know it's not, but Gary, that's what I'm being realistic about. It's like we're just not – we're not – I don't believe that dentists – are, are prepared for any issues that are going to happen. Like for me, I can sedate and put people under, but I'm not going to do it these offices because I don't have the rescue medications to feel comfortable doing it. So I have I, to be honest and say, I'm not going to do it. I'm trained to do it. I'm not going to do it. All right. So I, I, I completely disagree with that. Okay. If a pharmacist, Right, right. Stab you with a needle in your arm. Who also has epipens and, and rescue um, med, uh, medication? Go ahead. How often? How often do they have to give an epipen? Well, how often? We don't know because this is all brand Probably, new. Like never. No, ever. but this is all brand new, though, Gary. That's what I'm getting at. But we don't. No, they, 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 they at least they have the flu shot. They give the flu yeah. shot every like multiple times a Absolutely, year. Absolutely, right? but they also have the epipen right behind them. Some dental offices don't have epipens. I know that for sure. Right. So this is this is what I'm gonna say is that. I feel that if you're going to inject yes. anesthetic into someone's face, right, next to vital um, next to arteries, next arteries, to veins, veins yeah. nerves, like every, like yeah. you know, like right. that is way more dangerous than sticking a needle in someone's deltoid. <laughs> yeah, and and I, I agree with. That. No, I agree. I agree. I agree with Gary, but again, you're not following up my question, which is, do you believe that every office, and Kyle even said it, not every office has the rescue medications, uh, just in so case. My question wasn't, should Dennis be forced to give the vaccine? Okay. My question is, what do you guys think about Dennis administering the vaccine? Or any vaccine, not just COVID, but any vaccine. And, and I think the thought process there is, People see their dentists. I mean, 50% of the people don't see a dentist ever unless there's an emergency, but 50% of the population will see their, their dentist twice a year on average where they might only see their family doctor once a year, once every couple of years. So as a public health, if you're seeing your dentist more frequently and the dentist is, should be qualified to give you injections into your face to cut your gums to <laughs> drill into your bone to i mean if, it, if it's between here and here there we're allowed to i'm allowed to do anything that you guys are allowed to do right we all have the same degree you just have exactly. the certificate so i mean i can do whatever oral surgery i want to right. but it's considered outside the scope of practice in 48 states Mm-hmm. For me to put a little needle in somebody's arm, right. I can draw blood. I can draw blood, and I can spin it down for PRP and all that stuff. Right. I can do that, but I can't put a <laughs> an injection in somebody's shoulder because right. that's outside the scope of practice. Right now, I, I'm not even getting into how many dentists would even have the capability of 
uh, keeping that vaccine cold enough to Thank make you. it. Thank you. I'll give you That's that. That's it. That's it. So, That's it. So there are I, different other there are other factors, and and I'm looking right. at the other factors. That that are you going to buy that refrigerator that costs like like what was it a hundred thousand or something like that just yeah, to keep us below sub zero? They're probably not well, do no, that. no, 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 no. That's that's for the Pfizer. That's not for the Moderna. Moderna is like negative two uh, degrees Celsius. Yeah, it's not minus like ninety. Right. But, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But there's also, you see, what I'm saying you would have to buy a special refrigerator for the Moderna as well. No, you don't need I a special refrigerator for Moderna. I don't even care. I don't a regular even care about buying a special refrigerator. Okay. It's, I don't want to have to deal with medical insurance. That's the only reason I would never administer vaccine because. Okay. Dental insurance is tough enough, let alone getting into medical. And I know there's dentists that get into medical billing, but it's. What if they're like, we'll pay you a hundred dollars per injection. I I, I think it makes sense. I, I think it makes sense for dentists to, to have the ability to administer a flu vaccine or your, I I don't want to get into, you know, giving babies vaccines and kids and stuff, but if it's a yearly vaccine for, whether it's a there's a COVID that doesn't require a negative ninety degree, uh, a freezer mm-hmm. or you know just the the flu vaccine, mm-hmm. I think dentists should be able to do that because that's a a good public service to offer. What about you, Gary? Do you think dentists should and 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 have the oh, ca- yeah. capability? I definitely of- think I I definitely feel like dentists should be doing, but. At the same time, if you don't have an EpiPen in your office, then no, you shouldn't be doing it. Like there should be some type of right. it should be regulated in right. some way. And I agree. And that that part <laughs> like, I completely yeah. agree with you. You're right. And and I I honestly don't believe. And again, this is me speaking from going around and knowing some of these offices. They don't have what they're supposed to have. And sometimes right. they don't even check to make sure it's not expired. Mm-hmm. You, oh, yeah. See, oh yeah, 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 that's another story. You see what I mean? So again, like I, like I, I look at it past the the actual injection part. We do injections all day, every day. I get that part, but I honestly believe that you have to look past that and say, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, for example, Gary, you had to sit there for what 15, 20 minutes, right? But I had to sit there because I had to wait for everybody else. Oh, okay. So after you no, got injected, I, they just told you to leave. You injection. Oh, so that's another part of the story. So the <laughs> the pharmacist was like, "Oh, I was like, I was like, oh, great, thanks, man. I'm, you know, have have a good weekend, blah blah blah." And I'm about to I'm like, I'm about to walk out, and he was like, "Oh, you know, they they like people to stay for 15 minutes in case you have a reaction." And I said, "I've never had a reaction to a flu shot," and he was like, "Yeah," and I was like, "I'm a doctor." I'm gonna be all right. What the fuck, right. Gary? That's what I said to him. That's what I said to him. Oh, he Jesus. laughed. He laughed, and he was like, "I'm not gonna wait either." Oh <laughs> my! And God. I left. <laughs> I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to say to you. That's like that's oh lord. Okay, all right, good. Well, I mean, I know what to do. If I had a reaction, I know what to do. Do you have and an hopefully epi- I'd be you, coherent enough you, to tell someone else you, like, how to help me. Do you have an? Do you carry around an EpiPen? Uh, it's funny you say that. I'm I'm like highly allergic to bees, and uh, I don't I don't carry an EpiPen around with me. But I have EpiPen in my house now. When I go on vacation, I always bring my EpiPen. Right, but you don't carry it around with you. So let's just imagine no. you're driving back to the. I was office. in Kroger. No, no, oh, you're driving you back mean. to the office, right? And then all of a sudden your reaction became, and then all of a sudden you're having a hard yeah, time breathing. Well, it just so happens. Wait, what, 30 minutes? Uh, 15, wait 30 minutes? 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Yeah. Just okay. so happens that the office was only five miles away. 
And you don't right? even know if this office has an EpiPen. I don't. I hope they do. <laughs> they better. I'm going to check. Next time I'm there, I'm going to check. Now you make me, now you make me nervous. I need, I need to check. I'm going to check. But I hope they do. Right. And I would have been back at the office in time already if I were to have a reaction and I needed an EpiPen. Okay. Anyway. But in those EpiPens are are deep. They, man, that's a racket, man. Oh, they're very like, much. Yeah, they're, yeah. It's it's a. Rip-off. Oh my god, they only it's last a, a year. They're like what? Yeah. What? A hundred and no, it's more than that. It was like two hundred and something dollars, or was it three yeah, hundred? Some three, some stupid. Yeah, like. it, it jumped brother, in yeah. the past couple of years. There was a big news story about it. I thought, and it only lasts a year. I'm like three hundred dollars, and yeah. I can't use it. Like I'm like, oh man. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I got a um, I got a letter in the mail about a class action lawsuit oh? <laughs> against a certain brand of, of uh, EpiPen. Really? Yeah, because I bought it. And they were, it, I don't know what, like, I'm not, I'm, I wasn't going to participate in it or whatever, but I didn't, like, read it all. But I was, yeah, I skimmed it, and I was like, oh, this is this is a class action lawsuit or something. Like, yeah, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because they're scammers, man. It's in, just like the insurance companies. They're scammers. It really is. It really <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah, all like, right, well, okay. You make it last longer right. than a year. Okay, okay, Here, okay. All right, let's, let's roughly $650 to $700 for an EpiPen. Yeah, yeah, $600. Yeah. Well, let's that talk about this. Crazy. So, so we okay. actually let's let's move on okay, <laughs> away from <bad>. EpiPen. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we actually had um, an opportunity, we had two uh, listeners basically send us uh, audios of uh, of you know, questions that they wanted to ask. Both yeah. our listeners sent in questions. Yeah, the two people that would listen to us sent us questions. <laughs> <laughs> so, so let's go ahead and, and, and listen to the questions, and then you know we'll answer their questions. Okay. All right. Hey guys, how's it going? This is Charles from Houston. Uh, really enjoyed the podcast. Awesome content. Um, and thanks for inviting us to uh, send voice memos. Real quick, um, I've been listening for probably about the last four or five episodes, and. One thing I've always wanted to ask a dentist or a group of dentists like yourself, and I don't know if you guys have a white wall of silence like the blue wall of silence for police officers, but it seems like every time I go to my dentist, general dentist, we love them. They're great. You know, a butt is coming. I understand, listen to you guys, there's an entrepreneurial side of the business. You got you to gotta run a business, even though you're in the business of providing care. It seems like my dentist, when we go for our last cleaning of the year, they know exactly how much is available on our insurance. And it seems like to me, they make sure they bill it for every dollar that's available. I could be wrong and I don't want to be long winded more voicemail, but I could give you an example. Is that true? Like, do you think there's practices that run that way? They make sure they max out their patient's insurance or how much they have available in insurance. Appreciate the time. Hope to can't wait to hear you guys answer if you can't answer. All right, keep up the good content, guys. All right, thank you, Charles, for uh, sending in that, that that question. We're so glad you're one of our two uh, listeners. My mom, my mom <laughs> listens too, so it's three. <laughs> oh, three. We have three. We're we're growing. We're growing. Um, but no, honestly, yeah. guys, I that when I heard this um, message, I actually started laughing because. It, it's so true, man. It's the end of the year. You know, people want to maximize their insurance, right? And dentists really want to get that money for from insurance because it's almost like our mindset is uh, if you don't use it, you lose it, right? Because it but resets. There's so, many, 
there's so many ways to answer that question. Though. Well, okay, Gary, let's not be long winded. Let's just ask. Let's 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 answer the question straightforward, right? Well, we know well, how much people have I, throughout I, the I, year. I want to correct you and say I don't I, I don't necessarily want to get that money from the insurance company. I don't care where I get the money. If it's something, if it's something the patient needs, I don't care if that money comes from the patient or if it comes from the insurance company. I just want that money if I'm going to do the procedure. Right. It's a benefit to the patient for us to let you know this if if this is something you need, this is the money you have available for the insurance company. If you don't use it, that money's going to be gone forever. It's going to reset and it might cost you more next year if you run into more problems and you have more procedures that need done because this one isn't getting any better without us fixing it. So it's a benefit to you for me to let you know this is money that's available for you to use. But if you don't use it, you're not you're it's going to go away here soon. OK, well, let's answer Charles's first question, which is, yes, we keep track of how much um, your insurance is left over. And at mm -hmm. the end of the year. You know, there are some there are some people, I'm sure, that are, are trying to max out your insurance. So they might say, hey, you know, you might need a how about we, we, we do that, uh, uh, you know, night guard now. How about we do this? How about we do that? And there are some shady people that will say, you know what, let's just get as much as we can from the insurance. So, again, if I'm wrong, guys, you guys are here to correct me, but I feel like there's a spectrum, right? There are some people that will say, hey, how about we use your how about we use your insurance to get that night guard now? You know what I mean? You might have to pay this part. But there are some there are some insurance. Uh, there are some dental offices and some companies that want to max out and take as much of that insurance money as possible. OK, so, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, there's. There's always a few bad apples out out there, right? But all right, so if you if you go to the dentist in um, May and December, then you know those are the two times a year you go. That's your, your six months. You know, you go get your cleaning in May. You come back six months from now. It's December, right? Mm. So it just so happens that everything that you put off in May and now it's December and your insurance <laughs> runs out at the end of December, like now is your time to, to get it done. But if you went to the dentist in, you know, February and, um, June, August. Uh, yeah. June, yeah, August. Yeah, July, yeah. Yeah. Like then, then that would be the time you would do it. So I, I don't feel like the, the end of the year and we got to, we got to get everything done before the the, the 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 insurance monster runs out or whatever. Like I don't like, <laughs> like I think that it, it it's based off of when you go to the dentist. Well, like okay. if you're going, well, Gary, don't don't forget too. A lot of patients know that their insurance is about to run out or they're going to transition to another insurance. So they usually come in in December and say, "Hey, I need to get whatever I was supposed to get done all year." Right? You had all year. And now it's like, hey, okay, I need to get everything done. And I've had, I, I mean, I've had patients like, oh, I, my insurance is going to run out. I need to do this now. I, no. I find that that is more often the case. Right. And I find that I, I've actually heard of patients being upset with dentists for not maximizing their insurance benefit yes. before the yeah. end of the year. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to dentists, like, 
oh, we're gonna we're gonna get that money before the year's over. Well, I mean, like, no, no, like, no one, I no really one talks like that. Right? out there like that. No one know? talks like that. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> there are dentists that no, there are dentists that do that though. There are dentists that do that, and let's not pretend that there aren't. There are dentists that do that, you know. But most of the time, yeah. from what I've seen, it's a lot of in, a lot of patients that know, hey, my insurance is about to run out, and I still have this certain amount. I want to get the most I can. And don't forget, insurance most of the time is paying like $1,500 anyway. Not a lot of dental treatment, true dental treatment is going to be covered by that. That is true. So it's that not is, like yeah. we're, we're, take, we're getting a lot. Like if it was like, you know, 20000 that's different. Like it's $1,500. You know what I mean? You might get a filling or two and that's it. And and let's be honest. This is this whole game that gets played is because of the insurance company. Here we go. Because Thank you, Kyle. It's. It's it, it's their rules that set up. You have this amount to use in in a year's time. If you don't lose it, if you don't use it, even though you've paid for it, your employer paid for it, that benefit goes away. You lost that benefit. Uh, same with you get two cleanings per year. Uh, it's not like a health savings account or a flexible or a health savings account where if you don't use that money, great, it saves up. You can you know have that balance grow over time but right. insurance dental insurance isn't set up that way they are hoping that you don't use those benefits so they can make more profits in the long run so we're doing our best to navigate that insurance game to let you know these are the benefits you have available this is the treatment that i think you need it would be beneficial for you to use these benefits before they expire forever you know, it's and, funny. And can I say something, though, guys? And I want to see if you guys agree with me. There are some people that if they just get cleanings every, you know, uh, twice a year, um, there are some people that I am. I, I honestly I'm like, you probably don't want to keep paying for dental insurance. And I'll say that right. and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, but you're pretty much paying way more than you really need. You know, if you just go go to a, a CVS or Walgreens or uh, any place that has a toothbrush and you buy it. And then you use it. <laughs> you, it's like at least three dollars if you go fancy. Get you know what I mean? Too. If get you get floss. oh, flo thank you. And then add the floss for an extra dollar ninety, you know, ninety nine. If you will get the mint flavored, and if you do that, that's at least five dollars you spent right there, right? That's a little less than fifteen hundred dollars, just a little less. So if you do that, most of the time you don't even need insurance. Yeah. You yeah. see? I, I mean, I would say this, like. We we all hate we all hate dealing with insurance. By the way, insurance right, yes. they're a bunch of liars, yeah. and I I mean yeah, I hope they I hope they're listening, and I hope that they know that I hate them, and Kyle really hates them. <laughs> we're, we're gonna get, we're gonna like we're gonna we're gonna get someone to, to email us from from Cigna and be like we want to sponsor you. <laughs> and you and you know what? I love insurance. <laughs> I was like no. You know what, Gary? I'd be like, well, uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by Cigna Insurance. Yeah, uh, we exactly. uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. right. <laughs> we will sell out in a heartbeat. <laughs> no, all right. So this let's be real. If if you go to the dentist in December and they're like, you need 10 fillings. When you were there in May, they probably told you you at least needed seven. Yeah. You know, so yeah. like you're, you're putting, you're delaying your treatment. Yeah. You know, so that's, yeah. I mean, I, I, I hope uh, that you, your oral hygiene isn't so horrible that in six months you develop 10 cavities. Right. I think that's kind of outrageous. Yeah. 
know, uh, you know so. I don't know if we answered uh, Charles's question, but I will say, Charles, you're absolutely correct, right? We definitely know uh, how much m- money you have left on your insurance because we update it as much as we can. Our softwares will do that for us, but we also have to call the insurance companies to make sure that that's the like our software is exactly to uh, your, your to the number uh, or the amount that you have because well, if you go if you go to like yeah, a specialist. Well, yeah. I'm sorry, Kyle. If you go to a specialist, yeah. right, we don't know. We don't know how much they charge. So we have to update right. everything, too. So, you know, depending on where you've gone, you know, uh, um, th- there is no one computer that tells us everything. So we have to kind of double check with your insurance. And, and one thing that I will say about insurance, please, people, if you if you read up on your insurance, find out where the small little fine prints are, because that's where you really get screwed over. The fine prints, like for sometimes, for example, if a patient wants an implant and there's a, there's a missing tooth clause that basically says, if you had this tooth missing and now you want an implant, you will not get an implant. They will basically pay for a partial. That's, that's, a, that's something that comes in and out versus an implant. So you'll have to pay for that on your own. But if you took that tooth out with that dentist, then they can place an implant. You see, and that's something that a lot of people don't realize because they're like, oh, my insurance covers implants. And I'm like, that's great. I go to check and there's that little fine clause that says that. So, again, read up on your insurance before you blame the dentist. Uh, and, and I promise you, insurance is not your friend. Let's be real. There, there's another clause that uh, it's a waiting period. So once mm-hmm. you buy the insurance and you think you, you're covered, there are insurances that make you wait 30 days before you can have a major procedure done or a root or a, uh, a crown or a root canal or something before they'll pay. I ran into a patient uh, at my office uh, a couple months ago that his waiting period was 12 months before he could get <laughs> what? any, any major service done. So 12 he, months. So he paid so for he, 12 months. He, he just signed up for the insurance because he's never had insurance before. He finds this insurance. He has to pay a whole year of, of uh, monthly payments before they'll start covering anything. They are, they are absolutely crooked. I'm telling you. And he sure. gets mad and, and he gets mad at us because insurance isn't covering anything. Hey, man, you signed up for it. I'm just following the rules of the plan you signed up for. Yep. I love the fact that Kyle's literally still talking to that guy right now. Hey, man, calm down. <laughs> All right? <laughs> he, he's still he's mad at it. Right? He's having, he's having like flashbacks. <laughs> PTSD. PTSD. Insurance PTSD. Oh, God. No, but, but, but Walter, like what you were saying before, if you have good oral hygiene and like you're basically just getting your, all you really need are your two cleanings for the year, you're better off saving – like if you just in a in a savings account put yeah a hundred fifty to a hundred dollars a month, and then by the end of the year if you put a hundred dollars you know you got like twelve hundred dollars right that would be that would be your insurance plan that's yeah. almost as much as your insurance would play your insurance would pay if something were to happen and you happen to like break a tooth you need a crown right or something like that you actually have the money right there and, and sometimes uh, some offices will give you a discount. Uh, just for not having cash. insurance, you know, if you yep. pay cash, you know, so, yep. so, you know, Charles, I hope we answered your question. It's very long winded, uh, response, but we, I hope, we hope that we didn't go on, on, on a too much of a rant. Cause I figured when you, we heard this question, I was like, Oh God, Kyle's going to go crazy and I'm going to get irritated. Can, can, can we, can we talk about something you just said about some offices will give you a, uh, a discount even if you don't have insurance? Go ahead, please. 
we we actually can't do that if okay. you're contracted with with insurance companies if if you're billing separately th- there's ways around it okay but if, if you're a an office that is contracted with insurance companies and you're charging the insurance company one fee and you're charging mm. uh non-insurance very patients true. a separate fee yes, yes that's in, that's insurance fraud so that is very true. we can't do that uh you can have if the my office has a membership plan. Yes. So if you sign up for the membership plan, then because you're a member, I can charge. I can set that fee schedule whatever I want it to be. That, but if yeah. you just come in and you're a, a cash patient, or you could set it up as a same day cash discount. As as far as I know, I'm not a lawyer, so nobody take my advice. Right, this right. Is just yeah. me talking. Uh, but if you set it up as a same day discount, if you pay me today. I'll give you a, a 15% discount and that's, you're still being fair to the insurance company because right. you can offer the insurance company the same thing. If you pay me today, I'll, I'd be happy to give the insurance company 15% off also. But when, when patients get upset that, um, you know, you're not giving them a, cutting them a break because they don't have insurance legally, if we're contracted with insurance companies, there, there's, that's an insurance fraud issue. Beautiful. Uh, that, that's I was actually very good. Most, most offices that I know when they do the, the discount cash mm-hmm. fee, it's, it's through with membership. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I, well-spoken Kyle, that's actually correct. And I, I should have, I should have corrected that. You're right. Absolutely correct. Hopefully somebody, everybody learned from that. So thank you, Kyle, for that. Uh, let's go ahead and listen to the next question because I think the next question is uh, kind of funny, and I don't know why she she attacked me. Uh, but okay, <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and, and listen to the next question. So my question is, we all have a person at work that we just really don't like. We just kind of put up with them. <laughs> and I'm sure as you guys travel, you don't always see eye to eye with every doctor. Uh, Dr. Aka knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to say new names, but you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> we just don't always agree with them or just even like what they have to say. But how do you guys manage um, to still have to go into their office and just deal with first not liking the person and then two not always agreeing without having to turn into an argument and i know because i've seen dr aka will let you know how it is he does not care um i used to be his dental assistant so he will speak his mind regardless of who it is who's in the room so i was just wondering how you guys deal with that um just having a copacetic relationship with everyone but still doing what you feel is right all right. Again, thank you for uh, sending in your your question. Uh, that's that's a. Uh, uh, that's can a tough we can, one. okay? Hold on. Can we just admit that she threw me out like literally under the bus? <laughs> oh, big time! Big time! <laughs> okay, good. I just want to make sure of that. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. At least she didn't put yeah. any names out there. No, no. When that's yeah, very it's, true. Except for Walter. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. So, um, to. To, to answer your question in a few words, it's called um, uh, being professional. It's professionalism. Let's put it that way. And then we remember that dentistry is an art and a science. And there's a lot, and I think Kyle said this before, like there's a lot of ways that you can uh, reach the same goal. Mm-hmm. You know, so basically like 
all the all the roads lead to Rome, more or less. So um, I travel as well, and you know the initially, I will say this: need will always uh, make you more patient. So you know if if you're willing to put up with um i don't want to say com- combative personalities but personalities that don't necessarily mesh with your own and the production is worth it then it might be worth it to stay in that practice but if the production is not worth putting up with dealing with personalities that don't mesh with yours then you probably will not stay there uh so you know and then if you're in a point in life where you're comfortable then you can streamline <laughs> and you don't have to deal with those personalities anymore I, I felt like gary was trying to be as politically correct as possible with with all those pauses um i'm gonna i'm gonna just say the truth right um <laughs> so so yes it's it's you know do i want to work with people like that no i don't i don't care I don't need I don't need your referral that much where I'm gonna want to work with you, right? Most of the people that are complete jerks about every situation and and don't feel like they have anything to learn because I personally learn every time I talk to a, a referring doctor, I learn something, right? Oh, how would you go about doing this? How would you? If you feel like you are that good that you don't need to learn anything and you want to tell me what to do from my from my point of view, then I'm not going to work with you. I don't need your referrals. You can go somewhere else with that. You know what I mean? Um, I've had the opportunity to work with great people, but I've also had the opportunity to work with horrible dentists. And I'm going to put it out there. Horrible dentists, like bad. Like I would not let them do anything on my dog. You know what I mean? At all. <laughs> Literally would not let, not even single, not, not even look at my dog sometimes. That's how bad they were. You know what I mean? And then I wonder to myself, did they go to the same dental, to, to any dental school? Period. You know what I mean? And how did you graduate? You know what I mean? Like there are times where, you know, even Gary and I will, I, I'll send him a text message about uh, a case from, so from somebody. And I'm like, look at this. Like, how do you, how do I go about this? So I'll, I'll even mm-hmm. reach out to other dentists and be like, what would you guys do in this situation? That's funny. I send you those too. I send right. you out and I'll just like, <laughs> what do you think about this? Exactly. So, <laughs> so all, all right. <laughs> right. Because in the end, you don't want to respond like just based on raw emotions. You want to be like, okay, let me think this through. Right. And I'm like, hey, let me get an opinion from somebody that I respect and be like, yeah, what would you do in this situation? And they're like, oh my Lord. And I'm like, exactly. You know what I mean? So do you go off on people? No, you don't do that because like Gary said, it's professionalism. But I will tell you, there have been some times where I'm just like, I have no idea how you even graduated from dental school when you're asking me these questions or when you're trying to do something like this, you know? Uh, And I do tell people like, I wouldn't do that, but you always want to say it in a nice way where they don't feel insulted. And that's the hardest part for me. You know what I mean? That for me personally, and Gary, you can speak on it. Uh, But the hardest part for me, I'm, I'm like, the devil <laughs> they're like like no like there is no refrain from the words that come out of my mouth <laughs> like, they're, 
they're like no filter right <laughs> like yeah. right so again yeah. <laughs> i i find it very very difficult and i'll be the first one to say that sometimes it's hard for me to just be like what are you talking about but then i'm like ah you know and i've i've, I've you know as time gone has gone along i've learned to kind of say key words like hmm well i wouldn't do that if i were you or <laughs> or hmm yeah that doesn't seem like a good idea you know, <laughs> so I use key words like that to try to get people to understand that, yeah, that's a dumb idea. That's really, really right. stupid, you know, but right. I'm like, hmm, that's not a good look. I, I I don't know if I would do that, you know, or or that that looks like it, it will be very challenging. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Keywords, you know, but but Kyle, I, I want you to, you know, because you and I, we, we've all talked about this. Like you refer to dentists and I can guarantee you some of the you know, specialists that you refer to, you're like, I'm never referring to you again. So how do you deal with, with, with refer, you know, referring, or I'm sorry, uh, dentists that you refer to that are just complete idiots or just really bad at what they do as their, as a specialist or have poor personal skills. Yes. Yeah. That, that's probably the biggest thing I run into with, uh, specialists is I, I always like to ask my patients, uh, that I send to a specialist, what, what was your experience like? Most of the time, they're, they're very positive experiences. Um, whenever you start to get a lot of complaints about, oh, this guy didn't have a personality, this guy really hurt me, uh, the, the different complaints, then you have to start streamlining who you're going to refer to. Uh, I, I don't work hand in hand. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have specialists coming to my office. I, I have tried to go when I lived in Hawaii, I, um, I'd contacted one of the specialists to try to learn something from him, see if I could come over with one of my patients that I had referred so I could watch him do some implants. And the specialist told, told me, I don't let people watch me perform surgeries. And <laughs> So he was a was second coming of what? God. What are you talking? No, no, that makes uh, okay. That makes sense to me. No, it doesn't make sense to me at all. It, make, it makes sense to me. Why? Because it's it's. it's a, go he ahead. wants to he wants to corner his market. He doesn't want to teach things that would be. In my head, I can look at it two ways. One okay. is he he doesn't want to teach anything to anybody else, so he can be the only one on the island performing that service. Exactly. The other, on the other hand. If he teaches me what he knows and kind of I can do some of the easier things, right. I'm also looking at, you know, what else is possible and I can send him yes. more, more patients that way. Yes, because I, I, I personally believe that when uh, certain people know how to do procedures, they actually become better referrals because they see more of those same procedures. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, Ahead, I, if I was that guy, I would have handled that differently. I would have said, you know what, Kyle, it's your patient. We're going to do it in your office. I'm going to come to your office and I'm going to help you do it. That's how I, that's how I would have, that's how I would have handled it because then you, you are actually doing it. One, it's your mm -hmm. patient. And then two, guess what? Guess who's standing over your shoulder? Me. Guess who will yeah. not be standing over your shoulder next time? Yeah. Right. So yeah, right. you're going to automatically just like, you know, just the same thing. Like when you're in residency, you know, like yeah. you got you got that person back there that they can come. So 
more than likely I'm not going to lose you lose you as a referral because right. because you're still not going to feel completely confident without or doing the procedure without having me to back you up. Right. No, no, I I wasn't trying to say to the specialist, "Hey, I want to bring my patient over to do, to do this procedure." It was my patient's coming over to you for you to do this procedure. Is it okay if I just come and watch? Watch. Yeah. And I, I know. And he, he said, no. Which, I, I, I personally don't understand that at all. I'll be honest with you, Gary. Like, I don't get it. So if somebody's watching you, who cares? That was like in residency, like if I needed help from like uh, the, the, you know, the, the director or whoever was supervising, you know, they would sit down. I'd watch. It's not like they're like, Sh- turn around and, and, and close your eyes while I do this procedure. I, I kind of feel like it's intellectual property. Okay, well, you got to go in depth with that one. That makes no sense. So to I mean, me it's now. like it's it's the way that I perform the procedure. Okay, this is the techniques the techniques that I came up with that I use. Right. So like, I'm not just gonna give them away for free. But in, in your hands, you can do it easier than like. It's not like they're stealing your hands and your skills, right? That, that's the part that I don't understand. Like, they probably can't do it as well as you can. I mean, you've for, done for, thousands. Okay, for, for, for endo, I don't have any problem with someone coming to watch because you can't see anything. Right. Yeah, you're really great. Oh, that's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I have no problem. <laughs> Gary, Gary's like, you know what? Get, get closer. Get closer. Come on. <laughs> I mean, half the time I'll like narrate what's going on when somebody comes up. Oh, this is what I'm doing now. Because right. I'm like, you can't even see what's going on. Right. So, but, but I mean, like I can kind of feel like why he said that. Because if you look at it like intellect, like your procedure is your intellectual property, then you don't kind of just want to give it out. I, I well, I mean, I, I see what you're saying. If they've created some new technique, but uh, most of the time we're doing exactly the same techniques, just different ways, you know. And what works in my hands may not work in another surgeon's hands or another endodontist's hands or whatever. So we're all different, right? Uh, to me, I'm like I could probably do this extraction, and I'm probably doing it without even thinking through it. I'm just doing it like, okay, I got to do this, this, this. Okay, the tooth is out. Right. While they might be mm-hmm. like, oh, I've never done this. And now they're trying to, talk, you know, walk themselves through. Like, for example, when you get in the car, you just get in the car, turn the car on and go. Right. But remember, uh, no, I put my seatbelt on. I po- Thank you, <laughs> then I turn the car on. Thank you. Gary. <laughs> and then you look both both ways before you pull out of your garage. I got you. <laughs> but but remember when you were like 15, 16 and learn how to drive. Right. It wasn't so innate. It wasn't so like automatic. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's where I'm getting at. It's like, yeah, you can look at an, an, an expert, do it and think, oh, I can do too. But then when you get to it, it's not the same. So I don't see them really stealing anything from you. You know what I mean? Maybe if they watch like 50 million times and you walk them through and grab their hands and do it, then maybe they might know more. But they're not, I, don't, I don't see why that's intellectual property stealing okay. at all. Okay, I'm going to put it to you this way. Mm. So I, like for a, a general dentist or a resident, I have never, ever, or a dental student or anybody, if they want to come shadow with me or shadow me, I have never ever turned anyone away ever but if you are an endodontist and you want to come shadow me that's probably not going to happen yeah that's that's weird i yeah i I understand that yeah that's weird i I don't know why you're shadowing me did you not learn anything in residency the same residency (laughs) i went to yeah 
You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I would actually just insult you. I'd be like, you're an idiot. Get out of here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that I would actually do. I'd be like, get out of here. Get the hell out of here. I'm like, you're going to have to pay me. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you you, yeah, did, yeah, you clearly that. didn't learn anything in the same <laughs> yeah. residency I went through. So, yes, you're going to yeah. pay me for something. But, yeah, no, I get it. I get it. All right. Well, um, <laughs> how do we end this, guys? How do we end this? I've, I uh, I had a question that. It, yeah, let's set it up for next time. For, okay. uh well, let's talk about e-prescribe next time. <laughs> Kyle's so upset. I got some, yeah, Kyle's I got some complaints upset. about that one too. Kyle's you got a up- long list, I'm sure. Right? Yeah, Kyle's upset that we didn't get to it today. Uh, <laughs> you know what's funny? I still haven't signed up for it. Yo, I, I did, I did, and it's annoying. It's annoying. It took me like 20 minutes working with another di- dentist to try to write one prescription. Yeah. It was annoying. Wow. I was like, but it's, this- it's just narcotics, though. Yes, but it's still annoying. Like you have to literally put in their whole entire medical history, where you want to send it to, and then pray to God that they're going to be able to see what pharmacy get, you want to send it we to. We into this right now. No, 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 no. I'm no, no, no. Can I unleash it? No, 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 no. Kyle, relax, relax, Kyle, relax. <laughs> he was getting. He was. He, he started was, to get kind of deep into there. No, no, no. I, that was my fault. I, that was a teaser. That was a teaser. No, but next time we will talk about these this e-prescription because I don't know anybody that actually likes it. You know what I mean? I really have no clue why they decided to do this to dentists who, based on just research, we prescribe way less uh, narcotics than 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 uh, MDs, but yet we're 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 actually being punished, and that's how I so, feel like it's being punished. So for. For people that don't know what we're talking about, e-prescribe, uh, dentists used to be able for narcotics to write a paper prescription, give it to the, that paper prescription to the patient. Patient takes it to the pharmacy to get the prescription. Yeah, filled. like Vicodin. Now, like now, Vicodin. Right. Yep. Now the law is uh, we can't give you a paper prescription anymore. You have to, or the law in Pennsylvania, I don't know what it is in other states, but uh, Pennsylvania, you have to send narcotic prescriptions electronically now so there's well, a whole process also schedule three and less you could call in before right and now you can't even you can't call any narcotics in anymore yeah yeah yep all right well yep. this is a little teaser so we will talk about it uh next time so guys remember this okay before we go on other topics and 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 other ridiculousness all right and send, oh, wait, we'll get and everybody we'll get send in send in your questions send oh in yes questions. definitely yes send in yes more yes questions yes ever. i forgot to do that so if you uh, if you guys like this let's go ahead and uh find whatever you listen to us with you know if it's uh spotify if it's apple if it's uh you know uh soundcloud whatever you guys use to listen to us please rate us let us know how we're doing you know, make comments that are positives because we're very, very sensitive people. And then <laughs> I, I want you to record, just use your phone and record uh, a message to us, just like, you know, Charles and Beth did. Record a message for us. Ask us any questions. As you can see, we, we were very long-winded, but we will answer your question throughout that whole uh, discussion. And, and, and we thank the two, uh, Charles and Beth, for actually responding to our, our, our plea to uh, answer questions because it would have been a really boring episode if we didn't have you guys. So thank you guys for listening. Now it's, what, three people, guys? 
So we're gonna we, we're <laughs> aiming for four next week, uh, <laughs> and and we hope that you know everybody really enjoys this. And and if you don't, that's fine. Come on and tell us how much you hate us. We will be more than happy to listen. You know, we will be more than happy to listen, and then we'll basically ignore you after that. But we'll listen first, and then ignore you. You know what I mean? But uh, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you guys as always. Uh, what do you guys have to say? I just want to give a quick shout out to Charles again. Thanks for uh, uh, sending in your question. Uh, he's plain Jane M4 on Instagram. He has like the sweetest M4 in all of Houston. Just want to throw it, give him a quick shout out. Okay, there you go. So maybe Charles might give people rides. No. And oh, he's gonna make them pay to get in that ride, man. That, that car, that car is nice. Really, what I'm saying is, Charles, can I please ride your car? Can I please just just, just test ride, just test drive it, please, Charles? You know? But no, honestly, like, thank you guys so much for listening, man. This is this is dope. Like, I really appreciate you know people listening and responding back to us. You know, now it, it makes us feel like we're not just talking to ourselves. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I and, and just just our loved ones listening. We actually have other people listening. So thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. All right, guys. Later. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist, with an S, at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist, with an S, at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that. Our professional opinions, the final decision about your health, should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.